Hello everyone, so today we are going to cover the Anki from the psychiatry section. So let's do this. Dash conditioning is a type of conditioning where a natural response is elicited by condition or learned stimulus that was previously presented with an unconditional stimulus. Example, Pavlov's dog's experiment where there is an unconditional stimuli which is food and conditioned stimuli which is bell and natural response is salivation. So such type of conditioning is classical conditioning which is a type of conditioning where natural response is elicited by condition or learned stimulus. Okay, that was previously presented as an unconditional stimulus. So later on the patient is able to learn that. Now, what type of conditioning usually deals with involuntary response? So if it is involuntary response, that is the classical conditioning only which has been learned. Which type of conditioning usually deals with voluntary response? So if it is voluntary response, no, then there is operant conditioning. Now, which operant conditioning techniques involves addition of the stimulus in efforts to increase the behavior so it is positive reinforcement okay so in positive reinforcement we like give some sort of reward to get targeted behavior so this is known as positive reinforcement and it is a type of operant conditioning next which operant conditioning techniques involves the removal of a stimulus in efforts to reduce the uh, in efforts to increase the behavior okay like but we are re removing some sort of stimulus so that is known as the negative reinforcement okay so in negative reinforcement we are averting some stimuli so that that patient is uh, doing some targeted work okay not only patient a normal individual also so this is operant conditioning with negative reinforcement which operant conditioning techniques involves additions of a stimulus in efforts to decrease the behavior so now addition of a stimulus in efforts to decrease the behavior so this is a punishment because whenever we want to reduce the behavior it is a punishment and uh, since we are adding something so it is a positive punishment next which operant conditioning techniques involves the removal of the stimulus in efforts to decrease the behavior so now again now we want to decrease the behavior but we are removing a stimulus so it is a punishment but uh, it will be a negative punishment next dash is characterized by the patient projecting feeling about formative or other important persons onto the physician okay so it is transference like the patient is uh, having feelings towards the physician whether he is feeling like uh, you are like my daughter or something like that okay so yeah psychiatrist is seen as a parent something like that so this is transferent but if the physician sees the patient like you look like my brother and i you're like my mother something like that then it is counter transference okay so patient uh, feeling towards the physician is transference and physician feeling towards the patient is counter transference evidence of the shaken baby syndromes includes so in shaken baby syndrome you will see the subdural hematoma okay also you will see the cervical spine injury and posterior refractures so if you see a child with posterior refractures and also there is cervical spine injury and there is subdural hematoma then it is shaken baby syndrome Damage occurs due to repetitive acceleration and deceleration force which causes shearing of the dural veins and the vitroretinal traction is also there. Okay, so do remember subdural hematoma is seen with shaken baby syndrome. Now, children who are victim of the physical abuse often avoid, so they often avoid the eye contact. So if someone is avoiding the eye contact, you have to think about the either autism spectrum disorders or some sort of physical abuse. Okay, now autism spectrum disorder associated with dash head or brain size so in case of autism spectrum disorders the head and the brain size can increase so increase head and brain size what is the mode of inheritance of red syndrome so red syndrome is basically autosomal sorry sorry 
um, really sorry it is x-link dominant and occurs almost exclusively in females okay so you will get a toddler female and uh, she will be having this uh, red syndrome like features like regression and all that so then you have to think about the x-link dominant disorder that is red disease now the majority of the red syndromes is caused by de novo mutation and with gene so it is mecp2 gene mecp2 gene mutation leads to red syndrome red syndrome present with dash including loss of the development and verbal abilities so there is regression also there is loss of development and verbal abilities so earlier the boy used to speak uh, four words or a girl used to speak four word but then now he is only able to speak two words so that is the regression okay so that is uh, a feature of red syndrome now red syndrome often presents with verbal regressions intellectual disability ataxia and also there will be a stereotyped hand wringling okay so stereotype hand movement will be there and uh, ataxia the intellectual disability verbal regressions so all these are the features of red syndrome red syndrome symptoms usually becomes apparent between the age of dash to dash so it is basically from age 1 to 4 so you'll see a age group of 1 to 4 okay so carefully uh, see the age in the questions turret syndrome is a childhood disorder characterized by multiple motor or vocal tics that is more than equal to one for how much duration so for more than equal to one year okay so in Torres syndrome you will have multiple vocal or motor tics for more than equal to one year okay but if there is either only motor tics or either only vocal tics then it is known as the persistent uh, tic disorders okay so or you can also say the chronic provisional tic disorders now the onset of the Tourette syndrome symptoms is before age. So Tourette syndrome is before age 18. So Tourette syndrome before age 18. Dash disorder is a childhood disorder characterized by severe and recurrent temper outburst and also this is out of proportion to the situation. So it is known as disruptive mood dysregulation disorder. So basically this disruptive mood dysregulation disorder is a childhood disorder and in this you will see there will be a severe recurrent temper outburst okay which will be out of proportion to the situation. Now. The onset of the disruptive mood dysregulation disorder symptoms is it is before age 10. So disruptive dysregulation uh, disorder uh, onset is before age 10. What neurotransmitters are decreased in case of Alzheimer's disease? So in Alzheimer's disease you will see that acetylcholine is low. So Alzheimer's disease acetylcholine is low. What neurotransmitters are decreased in depression? So in depression three neurotransmitters are low. First is the serotonin, second one is the non-epinephrine and last one is the dopamine. So the neurotransmitter which has low in case of depression are serotonin, non-epinephrine and dopamine. Now, what neurotransmitter is increased in anxiety? So in anxiety, non-epinephrine is increased. Now, what neurotransmitter are decreased in anxiety? So in anxiety, serotonin and GABA is reduced. So GABA and serotonin are low in anxiety. But uh, what I told you that uh, yeah, GABA and serotonin are low in case of anxiety. Now, non-epinephrine was high in case of anxiety. What neurotransmitter is increased in case of Huntington's disease? So in Huntington's disease, uh, the neurotransmitter which is high will be dopamine. Okay, but in Parkinson's disease, it will be low. So you must remember that in we know that acetylcholine will be low in Huntington's disease. Also, GABA will be low in Huntington's disease. But we don't remember that dopamine will be high in case of Huntington's disease. Now, what neurotransmitter are decreased in case of Huntington's disease? So acetylcholine is low in Huntington's disease and also GABA is low. So both acetylcholine and GABA is low. What neurotransmitter is increased in case of Parkinson's disease? So acetylcholine. Okay. So acetylcholine is increased in case of Parkinson's disease. So do remember acetylcholine is high in Parkinson's disease. Now, 
what neurotransmitter decreased in case of parkinson's disease so not only dopamine but also serotonin is low in case of parkinson's disease so in parkinson's disease dopamine and serotonin are low what neurotransmitter is increased in schizophrenia so in schizophrenia dopamine has high therefore we try to give the anti-dopaminergic medications okay but dopamine is high in schizophrenia dash are characterized by korsakoff syndrome so it is confabulation so confabulations are very specific for for Korskab syndrome okay so Korskab syndrome now dash disorder is characterized by persistent feeling of detachment from one's own body thoughts perception and actions that is depersonalization and also one's environment that is re-realization so it is depersonalization derealization disorders which is characterized by persistent feeling of detachment from one's own body and thought perception uh, like uh, depersonalization and also the environment derealization the patient feels disconnected from their own uh, interactive interactions and also with the world now which psychiatric disorders delirium or dementia having the acute onset and also there is waxing or waning level of the consciousness so in cases of delirium now there is this waxing and waning level of consciousness sometimes it is high sometimes it is low that way okay but in case of dementia you will see that only memory loss will be there and all that so you have to differentiate between delirium and dementia so waxing and waning level of the consciousness which is uh, acute in onset so it is the characteristics of delirium delirium or dementia is associated with dash pattern on the eeg so you will see uh, in case of delirium now there will be diffuse slowing pattern on eeg so if there is diffuse slowing pattern on eeg you have to think about this uh, delirium now dementia dementia or delirium is associated with dash pattern on eeg so dementia is associated with normal pattern on eeg so if someone says that uh, on eeg you are seeing diffuse pattern then you say that okay this is a case of delirium but if someone say that eeg is normal then you can differentiate that uh, this condition is not delirium instead it is dementia now what gi pathology is irreversibly cause uh, irreversible cause of the dementia so now they are asking about the gi pathology so wilson disease is irreversible cause of dementia so you must remember that it is irreversible okay like even if you are giving the copper chelators and all those drugs but still it will be like irreversible dementia in elderly patients with suspected dementia dash and dash should be measured to rule out the other possible causes okay so you need to rule out the tsh level and also vitamin b12 level so in elderly patient with dementia you need to check for the tsh and the vitamin b12 level to uh, rule out the other causes of dementia in elderly patient with suspected dementia you need to screen for dash and uh, to rule out the other possible causes so you need to screen for depression also okay because sometimes pseudo uh, pseudo dementia is there because of this depression okay so the patient might have depression so you have to see whether this patient is eating properly sleeping properly having a mood uh, good mood that way now evidence of a shaken baby syndrome includes subdural hematoma cervical spine injury dash and posterior fracture so another one is the retinal hemorrhage so retinal hemorrhage is also specific for subdural this uh, shaken baby syndrome the majority of the cases with dash syndrome are characterized by de novo mutation in the mecp2 gene so it is red syndrome dash syndrome presents with verbal regression intellectual disability attention stereotypic hand wringling so it is again red syndrome what neurotransmitter are decreased in depression so in depression serotonin and uh, non-epinephrine and dopamine is reduced what neurotransmitter decrease in anxiety so serotonin and GABA is reduced in anxiety 
What neurotransmitters decrease in Huntington's disease, Schwarzerl-Choline and GABA is reduced in Huntington's disease. What neurotransmitter decrease in Parkinson's disease, so dopamine and serotonin reduce. Dash, dementia or delirium is associated with diffuse flowing pattern on the EEG wave, so it is delirium. Dash, dementia or delirium associated with normal pattern on EEG wave, so it is dementia. In elderly patients with suspected dementia, TSH and DASH should be measured, so it is vitamin B12 level. What endocrine pathology causes reversible dementia? So it is hypothyroidism. So in hypothyroidism, you can see reversible dementia. But in case of Wilson's disease, which was a DI pathology, the dementia will be irreversible. What infectious disease causes the irreversible dementia? So it is neurosyphilis. So this neurosyphilis also causes reversible dementia. So the two causes of reversible dementia are the hypothyroidism and the neurosyphilis. Now, DASH are mis- perceptions of real external stimuli so there actually is a real external stimuli but you are mispercepting it okay so it is illusion but if there are no external stimuli but still you are thinking that something is there then it is hallucination so you need to differentiate between illusion and hallucination dash hallucinations are often occurs as an aura of the temporal lobe epilepsy in the brain tumor so it is olfactory hallucination so when do you see this olfactory hallucination so it is often seen with uh, epilepsy and also brain tumors okay so if there is epilepsy or brain tumor think about the all uh, olfactory hallucination which is uh, there when the temporal lobe is involved and also there will be aura now gustatory hallucinations are rare but can be seen in so it can be seen in epilepsy okay so the even gustatory hallucination like you are having or eating something having different sort of taste so that can be seen with epilepsy dash hallucinations are common in alcohol withdrawal and stimulant use such as cocaine and amphetamines so tactile hallucinations are common in amphetamine and cocaine use so many people remember about the cocaine use which is causing the tactile hallucinations such as crawling effect but you forget about the amphetamine also so do remember that that uh, amphetamine also causes tactile hallucination are the hallucinations involving dead relatives during a period of the bewilderment considered normal so yeah okay hallucination during this within six month period is okay okay like if uh, someone loved one is died and uh, after, within six months the patient is able to hear the what the dead person is speaking to that particular person okay so then you have to think that okay these hallucinations are because of the bewilderment only and it's normal now schizophrenia presence earlier in dash gender so it is more common in men okay so like in men no it can be seen in early 20s versus in women it is seen in early 30s so yeah schizophrenia delusion disorders is fixed persistent false belief lasting for dash duration with otherwise normal function so delusion disorders is this fixed persistent belief for one month okay and otherwise normal functioning is there a woman who generally believes she is married to a celebrity when in fact she is not this is a type of uh, delusion Delusion disorders typically present with dash delusion. So either these are bizarre or non-bizarre. So these are non-bizarre delusion. Okay. Theoretically possible. Okay. But not plausible. And delusion disorders can still be diagnosed with the bizarre delusion also. Okay. Now. Delusion can be shared by individual in close relationship. So it is termed as folia deox. Okay. So it is important to separate the individuals to determine the degree of the impairment in each okay so two individual having the delusionation at one time so for the treatment of such type of condition we need to separate the two individuals okay so that we can uh, calculate the degree of the impairment in each individual